Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special edition of Blah Blah Podcast. Uh, I am not Jason Green. I am Sean Smith, uh, your host for this evening, and joining me uh, is Mr. Steve Coltis. Hey, thank you for inviting me to this this ham tournament, this mayhem tournament. <laughs> is it is is the ham soaked in rum? It is rum ham. Of course, it's rum ham. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Dan Katz. Yellow. We have the mysterious one, Mr. Jobo. Rum ham! <laughs> and joining us again is friend of the show, Mike Franz. Hello, everyone. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if you couldn't tell from the, the episode of this title, this is not our normal episode. This is the first round of our March... Oh, I'm sorry. We're oh, done that God. tournament. <laughs> Oops. Come on. It's an M month. It's an M month. <laughs> yeah. It's give okay. me a break. Uh, mm-hmm. We are doing our May- first round of our Marvel Mayhem tournament. And uh, this is our 32 of the best Marvel Cinematic Universe villains. That's right. You heard me correctly. Marvel Cinematic Universe. So out of all the, uh, what was it, uh, 18, 19 movies they've had so far? Yeah, 19. Oh, my. Out of the 19 movies, we've assembled 32 of the top villains. Um, and uh, uh, I guess I should specify this doesn't count uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so that's off the table. Whack, oh, thank goodness. You know, thank it counts um, my favorite MCU movies, The Wolverine and Deadpool, right? So, <laughs> no, uh, no, no, that's <laughs> a... no, 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 Actually, Joe, it's going to count Logan, so I hope you've seen that one. Oh, yes. That, that's my third favorite. <laughs> X-24? <laughs> no. X-24? Oh, no. Uh, and uh, the way this is going to be going down is we will be each voting uh, off of three different categories for this one. Uh, they include um, character design, uh, strength of plan uh, slash successful rate, and uh head-to-head fight between the two characters and if you want to follow the bracket online you can look at our twitter page at blah blah pod one or the facebook page both have the bracket on there if you want to follow along with with us as we go through it uh so are you guys ready for our first matchup yes yes all right yes let's start with uh number one seed thanos he has uh four film appearances his abilities include he's a master manipulator, super strength, and uh, expert hand-to-hand combat. And he's facing number 16 seed, Justin Hammer, uh, one appearance. His abilities include he's the CEO of Hammer Industries and an expert engineer and businessman. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thanos, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> but, I mean, if anybody would like to make an argument for nerdy Justin Hammer, please... Please go ahead. I mean, he's got be- better dance moves. But. He does. <laughs> he does. Yeah, I'd love to see Sam Rockwell go far, but kind of, yeah, kind of run into a wall here. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and and it's Sean. It's... You okay, you read? Did you read the criteria, Sean? Uh, well, uh, obviously design. Uh, also strength <laughs> of plan, and head to head fight. I don't know if you read that for the viewers yet or 
Yes, I did that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joe, I was too busy thinking about my argument for Sam Rockwell. <laughs> um, yeah, but even even if it wasn't even match, his plan, you know, with the drones and everything, um, well, he gets Whiplash, and Whiplash is just a, um, a loose cannon, and he does the drones instead of the suits, so he kind of entrusted everything into a guy who really was out for his own end so yeah know, pretty much uh, everything that, everything that he, that uh, hammer tries to do he just fails at mm-hmm. yeah he's just he's well, my di- favorite he's failure of his is the uh, the guy in the suit of armor that just twists his <laughs> back oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah he's just a discount tony stark but he does bad. but he is friends with gary shanling's character so oh man oh man uh, that gives him a slight advantage, but not much. No, unfortunately, I don't think uh, Congress can uh, fight Thanos. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, we, I probably don't even t- need to take a vote. It's it's going to be all Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Figured. All right. Let's move to the next matchup. Uh, we have number eight seed Surtur. Uh One appearance. Uh, his abilities include he's the ruler of. Uh, Muspelheim. Muspelheim. Okay. Uh, he's one of the most powerful beings in, in the ninth realm. Uh, he has fire manipulation, uh, immense strength, resilience, and invulnerability uh, until he died at the end of Ragnarok. And uh, he's facing number nine seed, the Abomination. Uh, one appearance. His abilities include retractable uh, s- skeletal spikes, uh, re- regenerative healing factor, superhuman strength, uh, durability, endurance, and speed. Ooh. I mean, mm. I'm as far as the plan goes, Searcher follows through with his life's goal and does what he's supposed to do. Like his whole part, his whole point is to destroy Asgard and bring about Ragnarok, and he does that. Yeah, so but he, he only like, does it because Loki and Thor decide to summon him. Otherwise, he, he would have been but he's, stuck but, down But he there. still gets. He still gets there. How does the how does Abomination's plan go? Fight Hulk. How does that go? Yeah, he's just kind of tasked to hunt down the Hulk, and then just for no reason, he's like I guess they were trying to go in that direction of like a Captain Ahab versus Moby Dick thing, where he's kind of consumed with yeah. getting taken down the Hulk. He's kind of a fucking idiot because like he yeah. had all those powers and the healing factor and shit. He's like, yeah, put Hulk's blood in me. Come on. And and it. But it, it just you don't buy it. Like, why is he? It should be Ross is really the the one to go after him. But like Blonsky wanting to take down the Hulk, there's just no motivation there for me. Whereas um, Surtur, I I can get like he he's just a sworn enemy of Asgard from another realm who wants to take over the nine realms and he wants to destroy Ragnarok. It's it's cut and dry, yes, but um, it's better a plan. And not only that. In a head-to-head combat thing, Surtur, um, he's got, you know, he's the ruler of, of the fire world, so he's got the fire demons with him. He's got that fire dragon with him. So he's got, like, fire things at his disposal that he can just use to attack uh, Blonsky and take him down. Also, even Hella, goddess of death, couldn't take him down. Yeah, True. but he was, like, super big at that point. Yeah, because that's his when he gets put into the eternal flame. That's how big he gets. That's how big Surtur's supposed to be. Yeah, that's his actual size. It's actual size. Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like, don't get me wrong, Abomination's a cool character, but the movie didn't do him any justice. He was just a guy that was consumed with fighting the Hulk, and then at the end he gets his ass handed to him by the Hulk. And Surtur is voiced by Clancy Brown. That's not, not even at the God. end. He gets his yes. ass handed to him, but at the Hulk in the middle of the movie too, and oh, he's yeah. kicked in the chest, <laughs> just flying across the field. He gets stomped yeah. into a tree. Does that count? Because he was a human. He was. He had. The, it's he, him. He had, yeah. he had the super soldier serum in him. He wasn't just an average person. He was hmm. become. He was becoming Abomination. I mean, I'm taking Abomination to be Emil Blonsky as a whole character. So. Yeah, because he was started. I mean, but uh, if, just him with if we're going category wise, I think Surtur looks cooler. Yeah, he's like fire demon. Uh, Abomination is Hulk with some lumps on him. Yeah, but yeah. the Abomination was so cool that Zack Snyder ripped it off for his movie. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> oh. oh no. What do you What do you think, Mike? What do you think? I I think Surtur's got the edge here, in terms of. Plan head-to-head combat. I, I think he's got it. Yeah, Searcher's got my vote. Sean didn't even mention the Sword of Twilight. Or oh yeah, Twilight. A, I should say big, that's a big thing. Don't you bring the Twilight characters into this? <laughs> oh no, no, that's Twilight. <laughs> he's that's in a Twilight. Get it right. <laughs> Twilight. Haha. <laughs> Snap. But yeah, Surter yeah. for me. All right. Sounds like everyone's going with Surter. Mm, that'll be an interesting matchup next week. All right. Well, uh, I guess that uh, I'm not even going to vote because uh, it sounds like everyone went Surtur. So let's move well, on. Are we going to go Abomination? You fool. Uh, no, you uh, dink. Yo, yo, man. Dink. Whoa, whoa, dink. whoa. We don't have to go there. Uh, let's go uh, to uh, our next matchup. We have number five seed, Ronan the Accuser. Uh, one appearance. His abilities are superhuman strength and durability, uh, agility, regenerative healing factor, uh, expert tactician, master in combat, and Cosmirod, which I think is what his hammer's called. Uh, as far as I know, it was always called the universal weapon, but... Okay, because on the uh, Marvel Wiki, it classified that as a hammer, so I'm guessing... I'm just putting two and two together. I, I'm guessing that's he, his hammer. He uses his hammer Cosmonaut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he's facing number 12 seed uh yellow jacket one appearance uh his abilities uh, are size alterations superhuman strength flight energy pulse stingers genius level intellect master scientist and expert businessman min. <clears throat> oh boy uh hey. i um for, so pretty much i feel these are kind of the, you know, they're both the average MCU villains that are kind of just basic. Nothing really to them, no pizzazz. Um, but in terms of the look, um, I'm actually going to give it to Yellow Jacket. I really like the Yellow Jacket suit. Um, I like the parts to it, the stingers, the, the rays that come out. Um, the face is just really creepy look and i just really really like the look of yellow jacket um in terms of head to head um i'm gonna go with ronin um even though he doesn't have the power stone uh because we're not gonna we're not gonna do that um he's still a powerful force he's got an army the the sakaran the sakaran army 
with him. He's got, um, you know, he's got the hammer. Um, he'll squash Yellow Jacket like the bug he is. <laughs> uh, and uh, in terms of the villainous plan, that's that's the tricky one here. Um, see, Ronan. I, I think I might have to give it to Ronan because he has the motivation of his his Cree ancestors and the Xandarians were always at war, and he's had generations that were killed in the war, so he wants revenge for that. As opposed to Darren Cross's, I want to make an army of yellow jackets. Is that what his plan was? I honestly don't remember. He was, no, he was selling it to Hydra. To to make an army, I get. I don't. I don't know. I just remember the video demonstration with all the yellow jackets flying and like the hype package for the yellow jacket suit. So, um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to give it to Ronan two out of three. Uh, well, I, I I'll say that I think that the the design goes to Ronan. I think uh, I I prefer the uh, the blue skin with the 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 black paint and his little samurai outfit compared to uh, Ant Man painted yellow. Um, and, uh, I, th- the, the fight's interesting. Like you mentioned, he, Ronan does have, uh, his, his, uh, his army with him. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not the yellow jacket being able to shrink down in size. We didn't see him get bigger, but at least shrink down if that would, um, if that would be any, I don't know. I don't know if that would really, uh, help him in, 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 in any way. So, I guess I would have to figure out about the plan. And yeah, I kind of, even though Ronan's part of Ronan's plan is to screw over Thanos, which is never a good idea. Um, I guess I'd have to give the plan to Ronan as well. So I guess two out of three, I would go uh, Ronan on this one. Uh, I definitely agree about Ronan's design. One, it's actually a really cool interpretation of the comic book uh character like it's pretty close to what he looks like he's just not as bulky um and it you know it's another alien creature design because he's kree but yellow jacket literally is the ant-man costume painted yellow and it's something they made up for the movie too so i have no attachment to that design whatsoever and as one of the movies i feel like the 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 same z's villain thing is probably like the biggest uh culprit in that movie of any of the MCU movies because there's like, Oh, well, it's exactly the same. Let's add lasers to it. But, uh, <laughs> also I just want to point out how, uh, yellow jacket. What, what, what's his real name? I forget. It's like cross Damn cross. Damn yeah. Cross. Uh, he has a, a gun that turns people to goo and uses it. Never. He uses yeah. it on the one guy hey, in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. But then he never brings it back. It's never used again. Like to me, that's a terrible villain. Like you have a gun that turns people to goo and you don't yeah. use it. What's wrong with you? Well, that was a failed experiment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, his plan actually was to sell the hydron. If you remember, it's going far back with Mitch Carson, who's the other shield guy that was there in the very beginning of the movie during a flashback that he's later selling it to is revealed he's working for Hydra. And that's where that like briefcase fight scene happens. If you remember when they're like fighting inside the briefcase, because they're like getting taken away the Hydra plans and everything. 
So I think any plan with Hydra post what like was it this, this was Ultron. after yeah po- post Age of Ultron is kind of like yeah it's probably really dumb um, compared to Ronan who at least does succeed partly in attacking Xander like he doesn't kill a ton he doesn't kill everybody but I'm sure that attack at the end of that movie took out a lot of people regardless of uh, the Guardians and uh, Ravagers trying to save the day and then in a head-to-head fight like unless Yellow Jacket I mean I could use this as the only thing he could do is if he was if he could figure out that he could shrink down and go inside Ronan and then go to normal size while he's inside of his body that would probably take Ronan out, but I just don't see that guy doing that. So I don't think he. I think he's too erratic to even think that. Yeah, but Ronan, you know, he's already strong as hell without the use of uh, what we're saying. You know, no Infinity Stone. He's already super strong, and the Universal Weapon is extremely deadly. So I think you'd probably catch Yellow Jacket trying to shrink down or do something. Just whack the shit out of yeah, him. he's got a hand. hammer. <laughs> so, I think that, that'd that be all three for me. Yeah, we already have three Ronins. Was anyone else uh, going any other direction? I was going to go Ronin. I was also going to go Ronin. All right, another clean sweep. Snap. So, let's move to the uh, the next one. We have number four seed, Eric Killmonger. Uh, one appearance. His abilities include, uh, well, it's not so much an ability, but uh, just the fact that he had some heart-shaped herb enhancements, uh, which <laughs> uh, gave him enhanced strength, speed, stamina, durability, reflexes, and agility. Uh, he's a master martial artist, uh, swords, swordsman, marksman, and assassin. And he's facing number 13 seed, Alexander Pierce. Uh, one appearance. His abilities are he's a Hydra leader and a top undercover operative inside S.H.I.E.L.D. He's a master spy, genius level intellect, uh, strategist, marksman, master manipulator, and leader. Uh, Mike, why don't you start us off with this one since you didn't get to uh, vote on the last one. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Killmonger. (laughs) For uh, all three categories, especially uh, design, especially with the chest with all of the scar coverings and his fighting ability. I mean, he took down T'Challa without the special powers, which, I mean, if he can take down T'Challa without his special powers, I I think he can take down Alexander Pierce. And then, I'm sorry, the third category, I said design, head-to-head, and then, oh, plan. He executed his plan because he took over Wakanda in less than a day. To, to me, that that makes him the clear winner. Well, there's another part of that plan that you failed to mention, but uh, <laughs> no. I, well, wait, no. What, what did I fail to mention? Oh, just the part where he was going to uh, send out all their technology all over the world um, yeah. into the inner cities, yeah. uh, mm. which didn't go as planned. But if that did not go as planned. Uh, <laughs> I guess you'd have to go uh, design with Killmonger, although I think uh, Robert Redford is a great design. Uh, (laughs) At the end of the the day, he's still Robert Redford. Um, And I don't know. It says he's a master spy. Usually spies have some sort of combat ability, I guess. 
Uh, but he literally just did nothing other than shoot a couple people. So I don't know. Um, Killmonger is like, like ten times better like at shooting this. people. I like yeah. to see him fight uh, uh, Jordan. <laughs> every single one of those scars is someone he killed. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So probably not a competition there. So I guess two out of three. Uh, and Pierce's plan's not even that great. Um, so I guess I'll go uh, Killmonger as well. Yeah, same. I um, definitely agree with all that. Plus, with Killmonger, his um, even though he didn't get to change, you know, the the misfortunes of the world by bringing the technology to all the all you know to all the countries and starting kind of a war all over, um, he did win in the aspect he got T'Challa to realize that he needed to open up um, the borders. So in a way, he kind of won there. Um, just to back that up, but I, yeah, I give it to Killmonger and all three, and I do want to see him fight Pierce, and I just think he'll just beat the crap out of that old man. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he'd just shoot him. <laughs> yeah, he'd just shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put on the um, golden I mean, jaguar suit. and In a way, I could see there being an argument that Pierce's plan was pretty good, considering how long it worked for, but then... It's yeah, like, but once it all fell apart, yeah, and once everyone knew shit, what was, going, everyone on. Knew what was yeah. going on, it was it was terrible. So is that your king? Is yeah. that your king? But I wouldn't be arguing for him anyway. I'm just saying that's like the only hint of uh, struggle that be uh, for Pierce on the side because I think Killmonger sweeps this one too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Steve, I'm assuming you're in agreement. Is that your man's? Is that your king? Yeah, I'm <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk about design, I, I know I said it's like same Z's with a uh, yellow jacket and, and uh, Ant Man. Like the difference here is that there, there actually is like a, a really cool design in Killmonger's thing. Like not everyone noticed it, but there's like a really subtle leopard spotting that kind of matches his scarification and everything, oh. along with the because it's a it's a golden jaguar. It's not a black panther. His his outfit actually got spots on it but you don't really mm. see him all the time and of course the cg in the movie doesn't help but if you've seen uh <laughs> other art of the uh the the design that has that incorporated into it and all of his designs in the movie too because he does go through kind of yeah, his regular clothing outfits. and everything is, is really cool his combat Ooh. him with the scars him with the trench coat when he's the king like he's just awesome Yay, now we get to see a planet fight somebody. (laughs) That's right. Let's go to the next match. We have number six seed, Ego, the Living Planet. Uh, One appearance. He's a celestial capable of manipulating matter and energy. He has a genius level intellect, immortality, superhuman strength and durability, flight, planetary form, seeding creation, light tentacles, beams, forms, hypnosis, inducement, biological and health manipulation, (laughs) and avatar alterations. He's an avatar. <laughs> and he's facing number 11 seed, Helmet Z- Zemo. Played uh, like n- uh, One appearance. His abilities are he's a terrorist. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's a master tactician, uh, multilingual, hacker abilities, skilled in combat, expert engineer, and he has the ability to activate the Winter Soldier. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, let's see. Captain Planet versus Friedrich Zoller from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Um, 
who wants to start us off on this one? I'll go. Oh, yeah, Joe, you, Joe, Joe, you do it. Do okay, it. Okay, so um, in terms of uh, design, um, I'm going to have to go with Ego, uh, both his uh, avatar form of Kurt Russell. Um, he just looks... He, who has a penis, by the way. Yes, he does. He does. Have a, that's, that's a plus five points. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> More like so, plus five inches. Oh, oh. Wait, 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 wait. Um, So he's got his, you know, like the robe and he looks like this cosmic hippie traveler dude. Like, but, um, the avatar looks cool. And you buy like the avatar as Peter Quill's uh, father. And the planet looks cool, like with the face. And when you land on the planet, all the, the designs looks very trippy, very cool. Um, so I'm going to have to give Ego design, head-to-head Ego. He's going to take his tentacles and tear Zemo apart. Um, and, but that's two out of three. But I do want to give props to Zemo. I, I would actually give the plan to Zemo. Um, while I do like Ego's plan a lot about you know him being this lonely space entity that's trying to find purpose and connection, so he wants to make everything into him. I, while I do like that, um, I think Zemo's plan is very relatable because of the loss of his family and um, kind of left to imagine what he could have been if his family didn't die um, in Sokovia. So, um, now see, I, I disagree because I think that Zemo's plan relies on a lot of coincidences and, uh, the fact that he is, he's forcing the Avengers to suffocate within itself, but a lot of stuff has to go exactly perfectly to plan for all that to happen. Whereas ego, he was literally just two seconds away from finishing his plan he just had to open his mouth and say, uh, tell Peter about his mom. <laughs> and uh, if he didn't do that, he probably would have gotten away with it without any uh, repercussion whatsoever. He should have just said Martha. <laughs> no, that would have <laughs> been they, worse. Then they, no, then they would have worked together. Yeah, what but that, the, the, the one thing about Zemo's plan is it actually worked. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, his, his, his whole point was to destroy the Avengers and. That's what he did. It could have gone down a number of different ways. The fact that it came down to those coincidences is one thing, but it could have gone down in a number of different ways, I'm sure. He just planted the seed and let things roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think Zemo is, uh, I mean, he's, he's a genius because he looked at the way things were and he just gave certain spots little nudges and he brought out exactly what he needed to and, like, put real cracks in the foundations of the Avengers and then by the end, when he drops the big bombshell about Bucky and stuff like that, that's just he just detonated those weaknesses in the foundation. And sure, he got captured and stuff like that. But I mean, like he says at the end of the movie, it's like, did you think you'd get away with it? And he goes, did I? And you got, you know, the Avengers are totally split up and Captain America's a fugitive on the run. And, and Tony's just heartbroken. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But regard, but he... Regardless, I still give it to Ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even with that, ego still wins design. Uh, I would uh, personally, I think I would give. He's him a planet well. with a goatee. I mean, yeah, yeah, and head to head fight, he could take any form and literally just crush him. So that that's a victory for me. And they didn't do Zemo any favors by not even incorporating any of his comic book design and just making him a dude. 
<laughs> Though we had the the, the con uh, the concept art, and it looked really cool. And I would have liked to have seen that when he goes to the uh, Hydra base. Yeah, the purple hood or something. Just... Well, he also didn't fight anyone in the movie, so... Yeah. Probably not necessary. Um, How many votes do we have? I, uh, 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 I said Ego. Think, Me too. Think, ego. I think it's Ego. Ego. Lego my Ego. Not Vigo. <laughs> it's Vigo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's move to the next one. We have number three seed Nebula. Uh, oh. Three appearances. Uh, her right. abilities are she is a. Here is another one. Uh, Lufano. <laughs> She's a Lufa. She's a Lu- I knew it. She's a Lufamoid. I think that's how you say it. Lufamoid assassin uh, and adopted daughter of Thanos. Superhuman strengths, uh, agility, durability, healing factor using implants. Uh, not not those implants. Uh, expert <laughs> combat. Uh, she's a pilot and a marksman. And she's facing number 14 seed, the Shocker. Uh, one appearance. He has the ability of specialized gauntlet with shock emissions and enhanced strength. <laughs> yes! Oh my oh. god! Oh. oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Prince Eric at his finest. Sure. <laughs> yeah, th- that actor played Prince Eric in The Little Mermaid, folks. <laughs> just so everyone's aware of that. <laughs> Shocker! Oh my god. That should have been in Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, that... Yeah. When he's on the ferry. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh my goodness. How long were you waiting to do that? As soon as we got to this matchup. <laughs> I picked it up real quick. Thankfully, you could have pronounced Nebula's species. So I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think uh, okay, okay. Nebula's got design on this, no question, because I mean she looks awesome. She's a, uh, cyber, she's a cybernetic alien, so yeah. Uh, the shocker. I mean, doesn't matter which one we're going with. I, I guess I, we're I going was with going the with second the, one, the the second the Bokeem Woodbine one. Yeah, I mean th- they. They teased the design of the costume a little bit with that that hoodie, yeah, the kind, sleeve yeah. or whatever. The qu- but, yeah, uh, qu- it's because so his gauntlet is actually one of Crossbones' gauntlets. Yeah. So that's like, uh, I guess it's cool storyline wise, but design wise, it's not. Yeah. At the end of the day, new. he's just a construction worker with a gauntlet <laughs> on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Nebula's plan isn't really. It's and that's the weird thing. Yeah, it's. I guess the only plan that she's really had that was hers was trying to escape the Guardians in the second one. Yeah. Which, to know. What about what about about killing her sister? Isn't that kind of a plan? And Thanos. And Thanos. Um. I don't know. 
how much we could talk about that one. Well, <laughs> oh. Guardians 2, those were her motivations. Remember, she wanted a oh. ship to go get, you know, fine and kill Thanos. Yeah, that's the end of well, first Guardians. Gamora. She wanted to take down Gamora first. And she... Yeah. So she goes to Ego's planet and... I mean, the way I look at it is uh, her plan, I don't know, it, it probably... Yeah, I guess it would have worked whether the Ravager showed up or not. Uh, in the second one, so she probably would have escaped at that point. So, um, as far as the Shocker's plan, his only plan was to keep Peter at the uh, at School the homecoming, <laughs> and uh, that didn't work. So his plan immediately fails. Um, so I guess I'd have to go Nebula with that one. Obviously, she gets yeah. designed as well, and head and to head she fight. would beat the living yeah. shit out of that guy. Yep. <laughs> oh man. She would shoot him from. She wouldn't even have to be near him. She could just shoot him from really far away and be like, "Oh, he's dead." <laughs> yeah. So for me, all three. Uh, uh, any dissenting opinions? Get back here, shocker! <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I agree. Yeah, I'm with Nebula. All right. Well, even that was though. that was quick and painless. Mm-hmm. Well, Prince Eric had had something going for him, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to the next matchup. We have number seven seed Crossbow. Oh, look who it is! <laughs> oh man! Uh, number two seed. Uh, his abilities are: he's a Hydra agent and Strike Team leader. He has enhanced strength, immunity to pain, expert tactician, uh, master of martial arts, expert marksman, weaponized gauntlets, gas mask, and an explosive vest. And he's facing uh, Jason's boy, number ten seed Malekith. <laughs> Uh, one appearance. He is a dark elf with uh, superhuman strength, durability, healing factor based on his metabolism, expert com- combat and uh, tactist- tactician. Damn, I can't say that tonight. And uh, he is multilingual. I don't know how that's going to help him, but... Hmm. He'll scream at crossbones in a different language. He'll be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> But uh, I mean, mm. I hate I hate to root for a character from the dark world, but uh, oh no, I'm kind of I'm kind of pulling for Malekith on this one. What? Well, Malekith fought a god and did halfway decent. Yeah, but that, that's just but that. Like, he can't have the Aether with him. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I don't know. I I think Malekith design. Honestly, kind of sucks, especially considering what they could have gone with. Yeah. Um, I like the other Dark Elves design better than Malekith in general. I think they look cooler, like with those creepy masks and everything. Mm, we oh, might Malek- be talking about one later. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I think Crossbones' design in the beginning of Civil War is so badass looking. Oh no, like, he looks really good. He does. Uh, look and then even in the first movie, like how he has like the cross harness and stuff like that, and you don't really think about it until like the end of the movie when they're carting out on the stretcher, like that's that's a cool thing. Um, plan? Because <laughs> yeah, Crossbones play he succeeds. I mean, yeah, but Crossbones' gets... plan is literally just blow myself up, <laughs> as opposed to I... uh, Malekith, which is just. Get the ether, I guess. Uh, it was it was uh, get ether and then like merge all of realities, so it's dark everywhere, or something like that. That was. It's, he wants to put. 
He wants to turn out the lights. Yeah. Yeah, that's all he had to friggin' do. Go destroy all the suns. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but... I, 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 I can't give Crossbones the plan there. No. It's literally just blow myself up. <laughs> so, at that point, um, if you're talking about it's uh, a tie and it's head to head of a dark elf versus a person in a suicide see, I, vest and. Plus, even I, though he doesn't have the ether, he still has his dark elf army. He has the cursed. He has, um, you know, those resources. So, but see, the problem is, and I think I would give design to crossbones. But the problem yeah. is, with uh, Malachus' uh, dark elf army, I feel like the only thing crossbones will be able to do to combat them is to <laughs> explode himself. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and then and then who really and then who really wins at that point? Then Malekith wins. So exactly, Malekith just kind of be like, "What the fuck?" and then just keep going and do what he's doing. So begrudgingly, I have to go Malekith. Yeah, Jason will be so happy. <laughs> Goddamn, my friends, you didn't help us at all. <laughs> no. I, I have to go with Malekith on this one. Unfortunately. Oh no! <laughs> a dark elf, a dark elf versus the explodey boy. Yeah, <laughs> I have to go with. But I'm Frank Grillo is so much better than the use of Chris. Oh Eccleston. yes! That's oh my goodness! Yes, Christopher Eccleston is actually a really awesome actor, and they just decided let's not use him at all. Yeah, let's have him. Let's have him speak a made-up language and not really say anything. <laughs> Uh, Joe, what did you say your your choice was? Yeah, to go with Malik. <laughs> that's basically like the ending of all these tournaments, and we're like, oh, I guess that's what we gotta go with. Let <laughs> Malik make it. Uh. All right, uh, our next one we have number two seed, the Winter Soldier. Uh, six appearances. Uh, his abilities are superhuman strength, a bionic arm. Enhanced speed, durability, stamina, agility, reflexes, healing factor, martial arts, expert, master, assassin, and expert pilot. And he's facing number 15 seed, Aisha. Uh, one appearance. Uh, her abilities are she's the golden high priestess of the sovereign, uh, genius level intellect, and acute genealogical perception. She can read people for what their mm -hmm. genes are, pretty much. Mm -hmm. That's so why she, she wants also... to breed with uh, Peter Quill. Yes, she wants to practice. She wants some of them half celestial bones. Mm -hmm. She did. Mm. You mean so? Er, boner. So we, <laughs> so, so we have Bucky versus one of the members of Destiny's Child, mm -hmm. or Steph Curry's wife. I mean, ah, yes, either one. <laughs> um. So here's the thing. Okay. I think it's interesting uh, the design because even though the Winter Soldier can look badass at times, he also kind of looks like a, a human. How can I put this? Um, a hobo? A hobo? <laughs> uh, no, uh, maybe a, uh, he doesn't look. He, he kind of looks uh, very plain, like especially like in Civil War, like he just looks like he doesn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it might it just be because he's been, you know. Uh, he's, dirt, he's a hobo. He's on the run. Yeah, pretty much. Because put through the gauntlet yeah, mentally. Uh, if we're talking about Winter Soldier as a villain, then we'd be talking about how he looks in the movie The Winter Soldier, which, which is unbelievable. With the mask. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, and, and uh, based off of uh, some of my uh, 
my uh, my likes in in uh, professional wrestling. Uh, Aisha is painted gold. Oh no! <laughs> so she gets that for Sean. Uh, so I think that's a pretty decent design. Like she is just completely gold. That's that's kind of cool. And and considering uh, all the, the the surroundings around her, like it 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 totally fits. As far as her plan, <laughs> as far as her as far as plans go, uh, uh, what was Winter Soldier's plan again? Hmm. Other than just kill everyone. It's tough because his plan was kind of the um, everyone else's plan because he was being mind controlled. Mm-hmm. At least if we're talking strictly about the Winter Soldier movie. Yeah. Yeah, and as opposed to Aisha, which is basically get those damn batteries back. <laughs> um, and even though they weren't successful, she still has an ace up her sleeve, named Adam, and. Uh, and yeah, so as far as the the fight goes, she would definitely lose. Although she does have her little drone army. So I don't know. I think I think Winter Soldier would punch a hole through all those those ships, get in, and just slaughter her. Well, I mean, they're they're Wi-Fi ships, so I don't yeah, know. Well, I... If, if he's an expert pilot, then he could probably get a spacecraft or something and just blow yeah, the hell out of them. I, I, I think mean, it's safe hey, to say if Will Smith can do it. Yeah, so then, Win- then Winter Soldier can do it. God damn it. Yeah, but I mean, uh, <laughs> both Rocket and Peter are pretty good pilots, and even they needed help from Ego. So uh, well, they were. That they was were... because they were friggin' arguing, like. And also piece. not. And also not to mention, they weren't trying to turn and fight. They were trying to run. I think Winter Soldier, with all of his crazy tactician stuff and just being a, a master assassin, I think he wouldn't try to fight them all, but he would understand where the controllers are, and he would punch his way through, crash through, and then just open up a can of whoop ass and everybody on there i mean to your point though sean she does have uh the adam carolla with her so <laughs> oh uh, man how could i forget um, hey, we don't have any idea what adam is because right now he's just a metal cocoon oh yeah adam, he's gonna come out and tell some jokes um, <laughs> <gonna> laugh. <laughs> maybe do some boxing yeah <laughs> um uh, I, you well, know, as weird as it sounds, I'm kind of leaning towards Aisha. <laughs> Sean, I, I have a serious question I need to ask you. What is with you in gold things? <laughs> like, if you ever won an Oscar, I don't know what you're going to do with it. For oh, you know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to bed that thing. He's going to put the face paint on it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I mean, in Winter Soldier, the whole thing is kind of to destabilize S.H.I.E.L.D., and they blew up a decent amount of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the movie. And his mission was, you know, to fucking take out Captain America, but... And he failed. I guess he failed, I mean, she failed, too, but I'm just saying. Like... Uh, there's no way in good conscience I can vote for Aisha. I'm going Winter Soldier. (laughs) How far is she going to make it? I have ships and I'm smart. Okay. Uh, for me, the design is definitely Bucky, Winter Soldier specifically. But uh, I, I dug his design, of course, in in the movie. We can't talk about, even though it wasn't much different. But I think it was a, an improvement. Yeah, he just had longer hair. Eh. Yeah. Still, still hasn't been showering, but you know. Um. I guess, like I said, you know, if we're going off of his plan as a villain, he he, he didn't have a plan, so it's kind of hard to to vote from there. Exactly, and hero, which means Aisha wins. You no, know, as a hero, his plan was uh, 
you know, to basically clear his name, I guess, which he did, but that doesn't really matter. I'd give that one to Uisha fine, but <laughs> just the amount of carnage that he caused by himself, and that was just like without any kind of like space technology or anything like that around him. And he's basically Captain America. Like, that's what he is. He's just got a robotic arm instead of two regular arms. Uh, I could see him just going to town uh, on the Sovereign. Like, But they have batteries. Well, okay. Sean, also, oh, don't forget, too, that the Sovereign, they, they're not like a malicious people. They don't attack unless they're crossed or feel... Um, yeah, and he's like, a, he's like, like a, a superior specimen. Oh, so she she want to breed then? Yeah, she. Oh, she definitely would. She see that metal arm and get all she get all quivery. But like I mean, Peter says to Rocket, like don't don't say anything offensive, um, because that you know they they'll kill you. So um, you know unless you you offend them or cross them, and then they're just gonna mind their own business and be gold. If someone put out like a if someone put out like a hit on Aisha, I don't think Winter Soldier's just gonna fly right at the base. He's going to sneak in and, and kill them like an assassin does. Like he's done his entire career as yeah. an assassin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has a very he's a very long portfolio of things he's done. All right, let's take some uh, official votes. Uh, my vote is Aisha. Bucky all the way. Winter Soldier. I'm with you to the end of the line. That's right. <laughs> ah, my heart. <laughs> Mike, are, are you a fan of gold people? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Steph Curry's wife. Oh man! So to oh, Jobo, shit. Jobo, don't you fuck this up? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I vote for the November man? <laughs> Listen, Joe, how do you feel about gold yourself? I mean, I like C3PO, <laughs> but he's got that red arm now. So for that well, reason. I have it's to gone go. already. I'm pretty sure it's gone. <laughs> it is gone. Oh, yeah. perhaps you didn't recognize me with the red arm. <laughs> because because what? they did that, and I have to go with Bucky. Fucking I don't Lord. know what that has to do with it, but you know, <laughs> I, but oh. really, but seriously though, for all the reasons you guys said with Bucky, I, I have to go with Bucky. All right. Well, uh, I guess that means the Winter Soldier moves on. Yay! I guess. Right. Silver gold. beats gold. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, here we go. This is an interesting one. All right, our next matchup: number one seed Loki, uh, five appearances. He is a frost giant. A he has superhuman strength. Uh, or actually, you know, I should say half frost giant. I should change that. Yeah, he's ha- he's half. He's half. Yeah. Well, my mistake there. Um, he has superhuman strength, speed, agility, durability, stamina, regenerative healing factor, cold. <laughs> Immunity, obviously. Uh, illusion manipulations, uh, hypnosis. He um, has magic. Tele- telekinesis, genius level intellect, knowledge, and skill of, of mystic artifacts, and he's a master manipulator. And he's facing number 16 seed, Wolfgang von Strucker. Uh, two appearances. He, uh, his abilities are he's one of the leaders of Hydra. He's an expert str- uh, strategist and an expert marksman. And that's it. Loki. 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 He didn't even have the decency to kill him on screen. (laughs) Come on. 
But even even if Loki didn't have the scepter, which has an infinity stone in it, so he automatically can't have it, he's still the master of illusions, and he can just turn into like a hydra. Like, we didn't ever see him actually like murder anyone with them, but he those daggers, like he, he's not a joke with those things. Like no, he can, he can not to mention he could just make six. I mean, he, I guess he did with Thor in a little bit in Avengers. He did use them on Thor. I guess that's the only yeah. time we really get to see him. But uh, he was fighting. Yeah. He was fighting people for a little bit in Ragnarok on the bridge. Yeah. yeah. He was killing the berserkers, yeah. Yeah. I just, um, I just, and as far as the plan goes, Von Stricker doesn't have a plan unless Loki did his thing. No, his plan was to give up, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Surrender. <laughs> I mean, sure, we can thank him for, for getting Scarlet Witch. And the other one? <laughs> <laughs> He's and, he, he's and, not around and, anymore. And, and <laughs> dead boy. And kick ass. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think well, we're done. I think we're done here. All right, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. This this uh, next matchup's uh, a, a little bit more interesting. Number eight seed Aldrich Killian, uh, one appearance. His abilities oh. are he's the founder of AIM, Instant Messenger. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice. He's infected with the extremist virus. He has superhuman strength, agility, regenerative healing factor, exothermic manipulation, which is raising his body temperature, uh, fire breath, genius level <laughs> intellect, master scientist, businessman, and martial artist. You get it, guys? He has fire breath because he's the Mandarin, like a dragon. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. And he's orange because he's the Mandarin. Ah, like the or- like the orange. Gobo's <laughs> mind is still blown. <laughs> and he's facing number nine seed Dormammu. Yes. Dormammu. Uh, one appearance. His abilities are: he's a primordial interdimensional entity. Uh, he has dark dimension manipulation ability to bestow others with mystic powers. He can turn those using his powers into to, to, uh, dark dimension servants. He has immense strength and immortality. Man. So, uh, so here's the well, thing. That, oh, go, yeah. go ahead. I was just going to say, fight-wise, I don't see how Killian beats Dormammu. Yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. my question is... Is he going uh, to tell, tell Dormammu he's come to bargain 80 million times? <laughs> <laughs> No, but hey, if he can turn that into... only works if you have an infinity stone. Exactly. But if he has uh, fire abilities, um... he makes it not dark. In the now, dark see, I'm room. trying to remember. Oh how, no! How does uh, how does uh, Tony uh, kill Killian? He uh, he. I think he Pepper does. does. Oh, I'm sorry. How does she, she kill him? She throws one of uh, Tony's rockets. Adam, isn't that how it, isn't that how it happens? Doesn't he get the suit like the suit attaches to him and then they have it blow up? Yeah, and then he comes out all scarred and he's like, "I'm the Mandarin," and then and she, she like kicks she kicks a rocket into him or something. Right? Yeah, and, she, like, and, and then he dies. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay, so uh, he's got he's got blowed up a lot. See, just the just just the fact that we we've barely seen any of Dormammu uh, makes me weary of the actual fight itself because I don't know what to really 
argue with on that one. Did you see how he, all those ways he killed Strange? <laughs> he, dis- he disintegrated him. He put spikes through him. He pulled him apart. He, he, mole- he molecularly... But, like, but that was his, that was his uh, dark dimension form, though. But to Killian's mm. credit, though... He his whole thing is like limb regeneration, like you know, it cuts off a part and it grows back, and it cuts off another part and it grows back. Thanks to Extremis. So I wonder if a lot of Dormammu's attacks, unless he just like shoots like a, you know, atomic breath at him. He's Godzilla like, now. Like I feel like if he just chops him in half, then he'll be okay. But see, this is the problem: is that I feel like. Dormammu wouldn't even show up for the fight because he's in another dimension and then it would be a no contest because he wouldn't show up for the fight uh, unless he's in his human form, but we didn't see that in the movie, so we can't argue that. So... Yeah, that, that, that does kind of... Yeah. Make that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Because in order for the... Based on the movies, like you said, in order for the fight to happen, there would either have to be rifts like that was happening in Doctor Strange or Killian would just have to somehow make it to the dark dimension. And I'm not—I'm on record as saying I'm not a fan of what the design was for Dormammu in the movie. Uh, so he looked—he looked like the moon from Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. <laughs> yeah. So uh, to me, by default, I would have to give design to Killian. And as far as the plan goes, um, I don't know. Dormammu didn't really have a plan, so I guess by default, again, Killian. Uh, Dormammu's plan was, hey. Uh, Hannibal, why don't you uh, uh, get me out of this dark dimension? That didn't really yeah, work true. out too well. So yeah, it's, with, a, with a lot of these villains, obviously their plans didn't become fulfilled because it's a hero movie. I'm just trying to I'm trying to gauge it off like who did more damage. And if you have to look at that, I think Killian did more damage because yeah. he almost Dr. killed Dr. the president. Yeah, and he literally like because of him, every Iron Man suit was destroyed because because Pepper got all upset and then I blowed up. Well, it was that time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was and it was on fire too because she was all fiery. <laughs> and like you said, Sean, with Dormammu, we really haven't seen much of him, so it's you know kind of tough to tell um, fully like his limits. And... That's why I was so mad that they like used him in the first movie for Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah. I'm sure he'll come back. He's one of the like the celestial like super bad guys. He'll be back with the new movie. I guess yeah. if they're gonna introduce Clea, they'll they'll bring him back. Mm, yeah, because that's his niece. Yeah. Then maybe we'll get to see him with his fire head and purple armor. I hope so. Yeah. God, that design is so awesome too. Like, uh, again, with like Zemo, like it makes more sense. Even though I love Zemo's design, I think he's one of the more cool. Like, even though it's kind of cheesy, but like Dormammu is just like. Now, badass as all hell looking when he's in his human form. I'm like, why didn't they use that if they were going to waste Dormammu on one movie? Unbelievable. Do you think we'll get uh, in this in a sequel the tentacle monster Shumagorath? Oh, one of the one Cthulhu, hope. One of the Cthulhu babies. <laughs> yeah. I hear nightmares who they're going with now, though. Oh, oh that's cool. I just want to yeah. see Shumagorath because I like saying Shumagorath. Yeah, I guess. Design, I guess when you finally get to see Killian at the end with the, the tattoo and everything, I guess that's what you can go with, because otherwise Dormammu's design is just He's purple. A, a very poor representation of, like, sure, I, I can say that, like, the lines that show up that, like, make the shape of his face are in the shape of what it looks like in some of the comic books, but other than that, it's 
it's not really a design. Like, it, it's like, uh, let's just have the animators take a day off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, Killian had a plan. He almost killed the president. So I guess it's two out of three regardless of the fight. So I don't really have to even get into the fight. Yep, same here. Yeah. Going Killian. Yeah, I'm going Killian too. Mike, are you Killian? Killian. Killian. Yeah, I'll Dane. go Killian. Killian Dane. Killian Dane moves on. <laughs> All right, let's. Is he gonna catch the divide? <laughs> Chaos is coming, Dan. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, our next matchup we have number five seed Hella, uh, one appearance. She, she's hella thick. <laughs> <laughs> she uh she's an asgardian goddess of death <clears throat> she has superhuman strength her ability agility speed stamina life and death manipulation with the ability to resurrect her allies ability to uh, manifest weapons including necro swords daggers spears axes and the ability to manifest blades from the ground and she has personal armor and she's we, we including her giant wolf fenris too uh, uh, that's up to you. She gets um, a doggo. <laughs> and uh, she is facing number 12 seed Curse, uh, also Curse. from Jason's favorite movie, Thor The Dark World. <laughs> uh, he we is... Yes? I was going to say, we can't have two Dark World <laughs> <laughs> He's a uh, lieutenant of the Dark Elves. He has superhuman strength, durability, regenerative healing factor, expert combat, and he's multilingual. <laughs> Um, my, I'm gonna go with Hella, cause uh, curse sucks. <laughs> um, well, in terms of design, um, he's kind of for me a generic monster Power Rangers dude. Um, I like his comic look so much better. Um, I like Hella's look with the spikes and and just the, you know, when she do, even if she does have a helmet, the long black hair and all, like she just looks like evil and twisted and just cool um hand to hand um i think um hella would win i mean she took out the entire einar army with some swords and stuff and you know she was, the, she was in the shining and some other stuff yeah <laughs> some other stuff yeah um and so that's two out of three there but um even plan, you know, Curse's plan was just the same as Malekith's, um, where Hela's is to kind of restore this glory she feels Asgard used to have with, um, you know, going and, you know, overtaking the Nine Realms and ruling them with an iron fist um, with this brutality. So um, I think that's more motivation than just to make everything dark. <laughs> but it's the dark world. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, but who cares? Yeah, I I would have to agree with Jobo though. Hella Hella all three for me because even with the plan, even though Hella did end up failing, the, the way I look at it is like Hella had a two phase plan. The first phase was to take over Asgard, which she did very easily. The second part, yeah, she failed, but a half of a successful plan. Well, is the only of- reason that she failed is because Thor is like, "Fuck it, let's destroy Asgard." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, blow it up, just blow it up. <laughs> gotta get out of here. Also, let's not forget she destroyed Mjolnir. Yeah, Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Cat Dennings. Thank you so Mew much. Mew Mew! Oh, <laughs> but, I mean, what I, like, what I was saying, like half of a successful plan is better than a completely failed plan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and hand-to-hand, I mean, she 
she took out Thor. She took out all the Iron Hryar. She pretty much yeah, Warriors Three, like they were nothing. <laughs> yeah, they were just not. It's like they were not even real characters. They were just standing. Like when they died, I was like, was that a joke? Yeah, that, that just happens. Yeah, it <laughs> was a so joke. Fast. <laughs> but I mean, for me, it's hella all three. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm also going hella all three. I think uh, Curse. He, I mean, if you look at a picture of him, he looks like a piece of poop. <laughs> uh, He's the poopy monster. I'm pretty sure that uh, I've I've left some curse in the toilet before. <laughs> um, and the uh, just just her with with the horns on her head is is a much better design anyway. The fact that they actually went all out and did like the the full comic Hella helmet like yeah. and didn't just like well, short change. They're like that was awesome, and I thought they were gonna have most of the movie where she didn't have it on, but that's not the case. She she had it on for a good amount, um, and they, they did a good job of making her hair also look like sinister, even though it's just oh, black yeah. hair. Like it, there's something about when she doesn't have the helmet on. Kate Blanchett. Was Obviously, I like the helmet better than not <laughs> Listen, having it on. Growing up, all bangs the, doesn't all make the it sinister. Characters, all the Thor characters, like Loki and Thor, they don't need helmets, but Hela, she needs her helmet. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you guys were right about the plan part. Um, and as far as the fight goes, uh, she'd stab him with, uh, ground spikes. Done. She would just pin him yeah. to the floor and be like, oh, you're stuck. Yeah. She's also a goddess too. Like, that's a big deal. Like, well, so am I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoa. You're a god. You're a god. You're a goddess, Sean. Oh my God. I didn't know Alexa Bliss was on the show. Good God. <laughs> Uh, Mike, uh, I'm assuming you're also going with Hella. Yes, she's hella cool. There's my man. <laughs> the best. Some would say she's got me feeling hella good. She's hella good. <laughs> All right. yeah, why don't you guys shut the hell up? And <laughs> keep going already. Come on. This next matchup I'm actually really interested for. Yeah. Okay, Hella moves on. Let's go to the next match. We have number four seed, The Vulture. Uh, one appearance. His abilities are he has a flying mechanical exosuit, uh, superhuman strength, durability, agility, intelligence, expert tactician, uh, marksman. He has a Chaturi gun and a matter phase shifter. And he's facing mm. off against number 13 seed, Batrock. Uh, one appearance. He's a French pirate. He's a martial arts <laughs> expert. And he is acrobatic. And he's, and he's George St. Pierre. Yes. <laughs> he's living the gimmick. He's, he's back drunk. Oh, my God. He's, oh al- God. he's also got, I think he's also got a proficiency with weapons, too. Well, according to his wiki, they didn't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't care about that. They just cared that he kicks people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's why they cast George St. Pierre as him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, no contest design, Vulture. Yeah, oh, easily, yep. without a doubt. Beats a, uh, Fre- beats a Frenchman. Yeah, like, can you imagine if they seriously went with, like, the comic book design for Vulture? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, I, I would have been like, get me out of, get me out of this movie. <laughs> like, I love that bomber jacket with the helmet and the eyes that, like, look like in, like, a bird of prey's, like, beak and everything. And well, it's got, like, the, the fur around the collar. Like, it's it's so badass. The funny part is, is that I feel like if, if Sam Raimi would have gotten his Spider-Man 4, that's oh, what we would have gotten. It would have, yeah, yeah. It would have been an old man in a green wing costume. Uh-huh. Today you die, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, as far as the plans go, uh, I'm not sure exactly what Batroc's plan was other than just hold it, off it was... Captain America and steal that ship. Mm-hmm. Which he failed pretty bad. Um, Vulture's plan, even though it didn't fully work, he still was able to steal a, a he... lot of stuff from the that, he... uh, that cargo ship. And he made a lot of goddamn money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, he, he kind of almost did kill Spider-Man because, like, if Peter didn't, like, decide not to give up, <laughs> he, he wouldn't have made it out of there, so. A couple times, actually. Yeah. Um, And uh, as far as the fight goes, he's got Chitauri weapons. That, yeah. Uh, that's pretty. And it, even if he doesn't want to use them, he'll literally just, he'll use his, his little metal feet to grab on the Batroc, go up 30,000 feet in the him. air. And just drop mm-hmm. him so he splats yeah. on the ground. The way the way the way Batroc is, he's pretty much a bad he's a bad guy version of Batman, and he's French. Like that's he's a human at <laughs> he's a he's a human at he's a human at peak performance. Like oh, he's still wee just wee. yeah he's still just a human. Like the the only way the only way the fight would somehow get interesting is was if all Vulture stuff broke and he plummeted out of the sky. And then Batroc just ran up started kicking. But even him if Vulture stuff yeah. did break, he'd still shoot him. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's vulture for me. Yep, same here. Vulture, yeah, vulture, <laughs> vulture for sure. All right, uh, our next matchup, number six seed, the Ironmonger slash Obadiah Stane. Uh, one appearance. His abilities are the Mark One armor featuring superhuman strength, flight. HUD interface, durability, numerous guns and missiles. He's an expert businessman and engineer. And he's facing off against number 11 seed, Whiplash. Uh, One appearance, he's a Russian physicist, uh, highly proficient using two electrical whips powered by an arc reactor. Expert combatant, uh, genius intelligence, master engineer, expert computer skills, and he's a master, master tactician. And he likes birds. Yeah, and I got a Ob- I got a Obadiah stain on my pants. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say this one is is fun because they're both from like the Iron Man movies, and mm-hmm. so you can kind of compare them. Yeah, they're and they're both better. They're both like derivative off of Tony too. And and yeah. both end up in an Iron Man their own uh, custom Iron Man suit. Yeah, I think. I think like the fight alone for me is simple because Whiplash is working off upgraded technology that's better than the Ironmonger suit. The Ironmonger suit is powered off of the Mark One mm. Iron Man suit, and I think in the fight, yeah. I think in the fight Whiplash would just shock the crap out of Ironmonger, no matter how big I, he is. I, I respectfully disagree. I would think Ironmonger would actually uh, find a way to uh, subvert the Whiplash technology. Maybe. I mean, my only argument for that is he's running off of. Uh, like at that point, if we're gonna do Whiplash versus Ironmonger, he's running right. outdated. He's running outdated technology. Is what mm. I'm trying yeah, to he's say. running technology that no, was created right. in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> Tony Stark <laughs> built this. <laughs> well, he's got the upgrades. Uh, you know, he's got he's got Ralphie from a uh, Christmas Story working for him. Oh my god! <laughs> You'll oh shoot my your god. eye out. <laughs> you remember that? Well, that was indeed. That was oh Ralphie. my god. <laughs> oh no! No, I'm. I, I think though, plan wise, I think Ironmonger's plan is a lot more sound than 
whatever the hell Whiplash. Well, yeah, because Iron, Iron, Iron Man Two was a mess. But. It seems like Whiplash's idea was to, to get revenge on Tony. But like. well, it and it kind of uh, seems a little bit like the plan that Crossbones had, where it's just get everyone into one place and blow yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, but well, like Ironmonger's plan worked. Honestly, it's just the fact he didn't know there was another arc reactor that was going to save Tony. He pretty much killed Tony if Pepper didn't show up and be like, "Oh, I gotta go put one of these things in your chest now." And and even though Tony got out, you know, he still had the whole idea with working with the Ten Rings to kidnap Tony and all that. So. Yeah. The plan was, you know, kind of have that happen and then, you know, Tony dies. But Plan, plan for sure I would give to Ironmonger because he came way closer than Whiplash did. Well, see, that's why to me this comes down to the fight because I would give the design to Whiplash not only because of his uh, final suit, but also, I mean, say we went about Iron Man 2, but the, the scene on the racetrack is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. When the sleeves when sure. the sleeves dissolve and the and the whips come out, it's like oh boy, here we go. Yeah, so uh, mm. to me, it comes down to the the final fight, and yeah. I think that the fact that he has upgraded technology, I yeah. I uh, part of me wants yeah, to have since we're only going off because Iron Monger, for we're going off anything other than movie would continually get a new design on the suit and everything but obviously that didn't happen so yeah 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 so i think i i'd have to give it to whiplash on this one yeah i would would give whiplash too probably i'm actually gonna give the head to head to ironmonger because um you know it's it's 10 times you know it's huge that that armor is huge you know he can pick up a bus and throw it i believe that's what he did in the movie even yeah um, and he's got cannons, he's got, you know, missiles, he's got all that stuff attached to him. Oh, well, here's another one. Uh, Whiplash could hack into other systems and use them in his advantage, too. Well, you know what, Sean? In that case, <laughs> I'm going to go Whiplash. <laughs> and he's got his drones. Who cares? I don't care. I, don't care. I, think, I, think, I think Whiplash, with his upgraded technology, would know where to aim on the weak spots on the Ironmonger thing. Because even Tony reached in there with his hand and was like, hold on. To break this, yeah, like Tony took it out having like a barely functioning suit. Yeah, he pulled out the targeting module and it was just like, like he had no helmet and he was running off of like two percent battery and he managed to put a dent in Ironmonger. Fully, fully powered Whiplash would probably just slash right through the suit and shock the the nuts out of him. Mm. Uh, Mike, uh, who who are you going with? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Ironmonger as well. The three yeah. to two. I would love to see the dude go further, but uh, I don't think yeah. I don't think the dude's abiding this one. No, the dude ain't abiding this one. All right, uh, that means Whiplash is moving on. So let's go right. to the next matchup. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's a little salty. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm laughing at this one because it's, it makes me laugh every time I look at it. We have number three seed Ultron. <laughs> Uh, one appearance, he has uh, superhuman strength, durability, stamina, flight, gravity manipulation, concussion beams, uh, body temperature manipulation, mind transfer, hive mind system to command all Ultron bodies, computer infection, uh, network, genius level intellect, and vibranium armor. 
And he's facing off against uh, the winner <laughs> of the Twitter poll on Blah Blah Pod 1 on Twitter. Uh, the People's <laughs> Selection. People's Champ. 14 seed. Taserface. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Taserface. It's metaphorical. It's metaphorical. I just want to say before we begin that I keep reading like lists of like top 10 worst MCU villains and stuff. And he's always on there. And everybody in, in the, the reasoning for each one is always like, cause he's just laughed at the whole time. His only purpose is to be made fun of. And I'm just thinking, like, yes, that's the point. That's <laughs> he's the a, point of his character. He's, he's comedic to, relief. Yeah. That's, he's supposed to be an idiot. That's like, uh, hating, uh, Ajax because, uh, he, uh, he keeps calling uh, making fun of his name, the whole, the whole movie in Deadpool. Oh my God. Anyway, oh. one appearance. He has uh, enhanced reflexes, and he's a highly skilled thief. Ooh, look out. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll just open this. Ultron fight, obviously. Designed for mm. me, Ultron. The only thing is, Taserface's plan was to take over the Ravagers, and he did that? <laughs> mm. I, mean, I mean, he kind of succeeded until he got exploded, and even then, he sent out some crucial information at the end, which made... Life for Guardians of the Galaxy a lot harder. So, if anything, I would maybe give Taserface the plan because he had parts that succeeded. Yeah, Although Ultron, he... Ultron did a ton of damage. Yeah, but Taserface only did that because Yondu was cast out. Otherwise, I mean, it really was only like the one sector of uh, of Ravagers. Like to me, Stallone probably would have been the leader at that point. Yeah, of course, of course Rocky would. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's I, it doesn't even matter plan or not. It's Ultron, obviously. <laughs> for I mean, me, at least. Ultron's plan was pretty sound until he got to uh, uh, to Sokovia. Yeah, and he, then... he, he and even even so, even though he didn't succeed, he did a lot of damage, which you know really uh, played into a lot of the later movies. I mean, pretty much like everything that he was doing made sense up until he went to Sokovia. And Up until he's like, I'm going to launch a meteor from Earth into Earth. But it made no sense. I it didn't. Whatever. Um, so I would still give all three to Ultron, um, even though Taserface is kind of a cool design uh, and it's practical yeah. makeup as, a, as opposed to just but, a, a CG character. But you could also say that Taserface is just a Klingon. Yeah, that's true. Ultron can also hack the Internet. So not the Internet. Probably hacking. You could probably hack into the Ravager ship and blow it up. <laughs> Are they connected to Wi-Fi? Uh, probably some sort of space <laughs> Wi-Fi, some batteries, or some, some, some Aisha batteries. Space, space Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's how uh, uh, Thanos is able to watch Arrested Development. <laughs> yes, 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 space Wi-Fi. Yes. Um, anyone else? Um... Yeah, I think I have to give all three to Ultron. I don't really think there, there's any way to argue Taserface really winning any of these categories. Like, yeah. Damn, people, you screwed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people. Or, or their choices again, Sean? You want to remind me? Oh, uh, they could have either went with um, uh, the Grandmaster. Uh, See? They could have went been. with, um, who was it, uh, Korath? Um or what was the last one? It was um, but 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 you know what? I'm gonna look this up. 
Give me a minute. I, I mean, the fact that they didn't go with the Grandmaster already that's is what a I, problem. That's what I thought they were going to do. But is he really a villain, though? Or more yeah. of a, a, a amazing person <laughs> get, played by Jeff Goldblum? Get, get the melting stick. Uh. Oh, uh, Scourge was the other one. With his guns. Scourge. Oh, boy. I got these from a place called Tex Pass. <laughs> Tex Os. Uh, yeah, uh, Mike, are you going with uh, Ultron as well? I'm going with Ultron. All right, uh, Ultron moves forward. So let's this this is an interesting one. Uh, our next matchup, number seven seed Ulysses Claw, uh, two appearances. He has a prosthetic arm using Wakandan technology, energy projection, sonic frequency uh, projection. He's an expert assassin, thief, and businessman. And he's facing number 10 seed, Cassilius. Uh, one appearance. He is a sorcerer and former member of the Mystic Arts. Um, he has magic manipulation, teleportation using the sling ring, interdimensional travel, dark dimension, magic manipulation to warp and twist landscapes and space and conjure sh space shards as weapons, ability to disregard gravity, and he's a martial, martial, he's a master martial artist. Well, I think Cloud's plans have kind of panned out. I mean, he's... He's always just kind of been wanting to sell weapons and stuff, and he did. <laughs> and he got he got Vibranium out of Wakanda, which was a plan that he succeeded with. He and took all of it, though. He took all the he took all the Vibranium. <laughs> oh no! Hmm. I see. Think... This is one where, for me, like I I think them not using any comic book uh, design for Claw hurts him because the character is great. Andy Serkis is great, but it's just a South African dude. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's a South African dude with a nifty arm. He's like I mean, a yeah, he's, he, he's like discount Bucky. Yeah, he does have the arm, which is you know helps in his design. <laughs> yeah, but I still, I still think that Cassilius having like the three D eyes printed on, three uh, uh, D dimensions on his eyes, and, and you know he's got a ponytail. Can't can't overlook that. <laughs> um, I think he probably does have a better design than Claw. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Even though it, it, the, the, neither one of them are anything cr crazy, I did. Casale's eyes are, are pretty cool, but again, that's like not even. I guess it's him, but it's also because of Dormammu. So it's also so weird. It's like he's basically just there to do Dormammu's bidding. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, and that's why uh, Claw w wins in in the plan uh, yeah. category. Ex yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, but he's as, as far as like a fight goes, I feel like he's just too powerful if, if, for Claw. If, if Claw got a clean shot on Casalis with that thing that made a car crumple up into a ball, yeah, that yeah. probably would wouldn't be too good for Casalis. But uh, Casalis is like a crazy good martial artist. <laughs> And he'd probably jump right over it, not to mention just warping and changing reality all over the place. Yeah. He would just, and, and he's got his group of zealots with him, too, if you, like, account that. Well, yeah. I think that would be offshoot by uh, Claw, his people, too. 
Because yeah, yeah, they would be his, his people. dogs. His, he's at that point, we have a bunch of mercenaries versus a uh, bunch of mercenaries versus a bunch of magicians. So <laughs> that's a movie I want to see. <laughs> mercenaries versus magicians. I just want <laughs> I just want Claw's mixtape to drop already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I I think in the, I think in the fight yeah, Claw definitely wouldn't go down without a fight. But I think with all the the crazy. Well, I mean, outfits, unless he's going against Killmonger. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think with all the reality ma- manipulation, I think Caecilius would just jump through a like he'd jump through one of those the 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 jump ring things that they do, and then pop up behind him with the space charge. Because like, as we all know, Claw has a weakness to stabbing. Mm-hmm. He's getting shotted. And cuttlefish. And cuttlefish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with Casilius on this one. Me too. Yep. Me four. Which means he's moving on to the next round. That means yeah. that in both of the the seven ten it was an upset. Both times. Mm. Oh wow, yeah. Well, it's not so much a, a 16 beating a 1 like last time, but uh, I don't think there was a chance for that anyway. <laughs> um, all right. We're at our final matchup for this first round. Um, number two seed, the Red Skull. Uh, one film appearance. He uh, has enhanced intelligence, strength, speed, agility, durability, stamina, regenerative healing factor, master tactician, and he's an expert scientist. Ooh. And he's facing number nine seed Arm Arnim. Is that how you say it? Arnim. 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 Yeah, Arnim. Zola. Arnim Sola. Arnim Sola. It's not Emil Sola. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, number. <laughs> Couldn't 50. help myself. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a very select. That's a very select group joke there, Mike. I got. Mm-hmm. I got you on that one. <laughs> okay. Good. Thank I, you. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Uh, he's a 15 seed. He has two appearances. He his abilities are he's a Swiss master scientist working for Hydra. He's a master engineer, and he uploaded his mind to a computer system as AI. Hell, he's So we have we have weird face man versus computer. We have uh, okay. weird face man weird and face person man who works for weird face Captain man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, does. Uh, Design, design, design. I mean, like, re- design. Red Skull is is cool looking, but when Zola's in the computer, that is. I just thought that looked. I thought that had a very cool presence to it. It almost was like a Brainiac feel. Uh, mm. You know what? I will say. Uh, I personally, I think Red Skull dominates in design, and I would only my the only thing that would change my mind is if they went with that concept art that they had for Ant-Man with Zola as the holographic head on the body. Did you ever see that? Yeah, it kind of looks yeah, like I... uh, Krang from yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Well, they... no, that's, that's what Zola's comic book design is. It's a freaking box like with a face in it on yeah. a body, and it's awesome. Like, if, if... And that's the, like obviously because the movie Winter Soldier isn't very goofy like comparatively, so it's more grounded, so... I mean, starts goofy. The guy is in a computer, but I guess that's the compromise that we got. But like, what I'm saying is, if they would have went with that, it would have been a much harder decision for me. Oh yeah, no, uh, I because I, I think the practical makeup Red Skull is still one of the the best designs of the does, entire MCU. Like, that does that does look really good. That does look really good. Not actually. as good as the one from the 1990 movie, but <laughs> ah, but it's pretty close. 
Um, like you mentioned, Dan Red Skull is basically like another Captain America, so he would easily probably win in a fist fight. It's just a matter of who's smarter, and Red Skull's pretty damn smart himself, so I don't know if Zola could really outthink him. And also well, for the also for the fight, is he going to be fighting from inside the computer world? Well, according to the movies, the only thing he can do from the computer world is blow himself up. That we're back. We're back to the crossbone situation. <laughs> it's explodey. It's explodey boy. Uh, what? I think he can outsmart Red Skull in the way. Um, let's not forget Red Skull. So he touches Tesseract and then. And kaboom, blows up into space. Zola is left in prison with his stake, which he doesn't know what it's made from. Um, so See, what does he do? He decides that he's going to infiltrate S.H.I.E.L.D. once they ask him to, and different branches of the world governments, and implant Hydra agents in all of them, and it grows and grows and grows and grows into this big thing. So his plan succeeds. So let's say... You got two factions of Hydra at war with each other. You got Red Skull's faction. You got Zola's faction. Zola can implant sleeper agents into Red Skull's camp, who will probably do his bidding and, and attack from within, destroy the system from within. Zola is a genius. All he right. Well, shield. <laughs> I, I would counter with the fact that uh, that plan did happen uh, to Captain America and he beat them just like this is Red Skull as Captain America, kind of, and he would beat that too. Right. <laughs> but Captain America had help from Black Widow, from Falcon, from all those people. Uh, dead, not dead Nick Fury. Um <laughs> I, I don't think, and plus, I think Captain America has the military expertise. And, so you is know, Red Skull. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't have that military did, expertise. Did he, he was just a dude that put on a, a, a costume and, and but went. Did Red Skull <laughs> did Red Skull trade? Did he go on all those missions with the, like a commando group? Did he do all that? Captain America did. Yeah, he, he did. went. Did, did Red Skull? I, don't I mean, remember. he didn't. He didn't like go out in the fields and fight with everyone, but like he was right. With... Well, Cap did. All right. Well, shame on him then, putting himself <laughs> at risk like that. But then that that explains how he could take it down easily. Red Skull, you know, doesn't have as much combat expertise as Cap does. Uh... Still beat the living shit out of Zola, whether he's a computer or a human. <laughs> Well, I, I think Jobo's argument is that Zola would be able to, to infiltrate other sleeper agents and have them face Red Skull instead. But they'd be regular people. Yeah. I know. I don't agree with it. I'm just saying. I that's... Don't know. I, It'd be like I, the I elevator just... scene in, in Winter Soldier but with, with Red Skull in the middle of it. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. think that, I just think that Zola can use his brain. I think Zola's going to use his brain to take out Red Skull. And Red Skull can use his brawn. Yeah. Stroman. Run! <laughs> uh, I'll say uh, this: pick, like, my pick is Zola. Zola. Zola has a better plan. I'd give Zola the plan for sure, but that's it. Uh, doesn't have the design, and Red Skull, like I said, is basically the evil Captain America. Like mm -hmm. that's the equivalent. Yes. 
uh mike you've been you've been awfully quiet on this one what what do you think red skull for sure no i i've just been sitting back and listening and thinking about it and yeah i I think red skull would win yeah i'm kind of in the same camp as as you guys where i i would concede the the uh the plan to zola um and that's simply because we we only got the the one movie with Red Skull, so it's like he, mm-hmm. once he got sucked up in into the the abyss, uh, it's it's kind of hard to really say that his plan either worked or didn't work. So who knows? Um, well, well, it didn't work because Captain America crashed the plane into the the water. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, uh, I would still go Red Skull based off of uh, the the other two categories. Red Skull for me. Yeah. All right. Well, it's looks look. It's going to be a Red Skull victory then. Sorry, Joe. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a po. I mean, I like Red Skull. Well, you know, maybe if you voted for uh, some gold people, maybe uh, you could have swayed my vote. <laughs> but unfortunately, you didn't. Well, Sean, gold. All that glitters is not gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh pre before we uh get out of here, let's preview the matchup for next week for our second round. We have uh we're going to have Thanos facing Surtur. Ooh. <laughs> uh Ronan the Accuser facing Eric Killmonger. Ooh. Uh e- <laughs> Ego the Living Planet facing Nebula. Uh, <laughs> wow. Nice. Uh, what could possibly be our semi-main event for next week? Uh, Malekith facing the Winter Soldier. Oh man! Wow. Uh, we will have Loki facing Aldric Killian. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hela facing the Vulture. <laughs> uh, Whiplash facing Ultron. Uh, more, <laughs> more, more Stark Tech fighting. <laughs> It's gonna be who can hack better. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, our our main event will be Cassilius facing the Red Skull. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Ah. Mm-hmm. So you like Red Skulls? I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. So I guess we'll go into plugs. Uh, you can uh, follow me on I thought Twitter. That word was banned. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Listen, when Jason is away, everything's at play. (laughs) Call for the man. (laughs) Uh, If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at the underscore Brack Show. And uh, yeah, uh, check us out for uh, updates for round two on Twitter. Uh, Dan. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at F-A-T-A-X-666. Mike. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Mike Franz, and also please continue listening to Blah Blah Podcast. Thanks, Mike. Nice self promotion. Nice. I like it. I love mm-hmm. it. This kid's going. This kid's going places. <laughs> uh, Steve, follow me on Twitter at Son of Kalel six two six underscores instead of spaces. Uh, no YouTube shout out this week, really. I've been kind of not watching a lot of YouTube, so I got nothing. Oh, so what's get the matter? Out of here. What happened? Get, get
Get out of here, you freeloaders. You know what? Logan Paul retired from vlogging, and I've just have had to, I've had, I've had, I've had to mourn. Uh, so. I can tell you, uh, follow up to the channel awesome thing. It looks like they're just gonna try rebranding their channel as Nostalgia Critic without mentioning all the, all the other people, all the other people that left and caused problems. Are not gonna apologize at all, and just be like, yeah, now it's Nostalgia just Critic. Have, just have Guru Larry take over. Yeah. Yeah. He survived all the fucking games. I remember it, so you don't have to. <laughs> and uh, Joe, what what would you like to plug? Um, I I think everyone should watch. Uh, um, since we're on the topic of MCU things, um, everyone should go watch a couple things relating to the MCU. There's the one shots that are found on the Avengers uh, Blu-ray, the Iron Man three Blu-ray, the Thor: The Dark World Blu-ray. I think the Thor and Captain America first Avenger Blu-rays. Are you tell me I have to buy Thor the Dark World? The thing that sucks Thor the Dark World I think has the best one because it's not the one that has Hail to the King. <laughs> yes, that has uh, Hail to the King or you can find it online. I don't care. Um, and I also want to plug a uh, lesser known MCU movie. Um, one that people kind of forget about. That's the 1997 Jim Carrey comedy <laughs> classic Liar Liar. <laughs> God. Features uh, <laughs> magic and, and who was that directed by? Um, Tom Shadyac. Oh uh, damn him! Director, <laughs> the first director of the MCU. Um, really, the guy who kind of you know predated it before Kevin Feige. So I just want to plug uh, Liar Liar. Great MCU movie. Probably my my favorite. Uh, then after that, Deadpool and uh, the Wolf. <laughs> All right, well, that brings us uh, to the end of the episode. We will see you next week for round two. Come back here, shocker! <laughs> <laughs>